This week, we are going deep so we can fly high. And we have a whole new karmic path that is unfolding. How does it feel? Welcome to Cosmic Rx Radio, a podcast that gives you real-life tools of spiritual empowerment and pure hype. I'm your host and intuitive guide, Maddie Murphy. I'll be serving up your weekly energy readings, cosmic boss interviews, and astro inspiration. Are you ready to love yourself more, manifest your dream life, and own your magic? Let's jump in. My baddies, how are we doing? Everyone like slow motion, just check, pat down, like, are we good? How are we doing after that Taurus full moon eclipse? She was a doozy. She did not come to play. But shout out to the Taurus full moon, blood moon eclipse, and all of you badass voters who took it to the poll, that red wave ended up becoming more like a little red splash. And Really, some un. We knew that the Taurus full moon conjunct Uranus was going to have some expect the unexpected plot twist moments. And Mama was a little scared. She was. She was a little. I was like, no, gotta hold the faith, trust the process. And it was so cool to see the results of the election come in. And you know, we still have a a lot of work to do. And believe me when I say I don't like put any Democrats on a pedestal. Let's just be honest. But it was very cool to see. Probably the thing that really stood out to me the most was people came the fuck out and voted for abortion rights, honey. Like, do not try to come for our reproductive rights. And it was really cool to see that the far-right, fundamental Christian nationalist representatives in our country really see like that's only a small percentage, right? And they have, are loud and a lot of fanfare. And there are some of them in, you know, high positions of power. But for the most part, states everywhere, right? Everywhere from Kentucky to Michigan, it's like we want to be able to protect that. We're not going backwards. And I love that the states showed the fuck up a resounding win for abortion rights. I think one of the headlines was like, American voters sent a crystal clear message for the protection of that. And really, again, we have a long way to go. And my heart goes out to Florida and you know, certain places. And at the time of this recording, I think we are still waiting for a few more results um, overall. And just in terms of like the balance of uh, the House and Senate. But I'm going to take what we have right now and just be like, okay. Victory, shout out to Gen Z. The number of the Gen Zs who showed up at the polls were amazing. I love, I think Rolling Stones interviewed some astrologers about like, oh, is that like we can't trust these polls that, you know, people do beforehand because who answers the phone for a poll? Definitely not a lot of young people, that's for sure, or anyone who's just like busy and has a life. Uh, and they're like, we can't trust those anymore. We don't, can't trust the news, so let's take it to the real experts. And they interviewed some astrologers. One of them was my teacher, Samuel Reynolds. So shout out to Rolling Stone for consulting with the real people who have the finger on the pulse. I also was laughing. I haven't pulled up his chart in a while because I just don't want to look at it. But I, th- I something interesting happened. Every candidate that Trump endorsed did not do well. And so now I feel like there's some distancing from him and he even 
blamed some things on Melania, which I thought was really just like right on brand for his character. But anyway, but I just wanted to say really good job, right? Taurus, stand your sacred ground, speak up, push back, even in like these ways that are really, I think about Taurus, like really connects us to our values. So it was really interesting to see people really show up and vote for for their value systems. So yay. What are we going to talk about today? So we're still like, Eclipse portal keeps going, right? I mean, we feel it definitely for two weeks after, and we kind of feel the effects of the eclipse for six months. So today, just keeping in mind that we might still be feeling that the time that this podcast comes out, you still might be feeling all the eclipsey things, maybe not as intensely. But if you missed it, definitely check out last week or the week prior's episode to learn more about what that means. But today, I'm going to switch gears. It's been, you know, my uh, podcast has been a little intense lately with the energy reports. Today, I want to talk about just 1111 vibes. The day this podcast comes out, she is in the 1111 portal. And then we have some, like the beginning of a little of a lightning of some dreamy astrology that's going to sort of kick off what I think is going to be a really yummy end of November for us in terms of new vision, new hopes, new dreams, optimism. And so I hope we enjoy this episode today when we kind of feel a little bit of like vision for the future, getting a little hyped on that. Okay. Before we do that, Virgo announcements, keep your eyes tuned to the socials, to the Instagrams. We are announcing a little merch drop today. So we have our cosmic baddie beanies coming back. Y'all know your girl loves a beanie moment. Find me in a beanie from basically, well, usually it's October, but this year we had a warm weather sort of wave. So find me in a beanie from November to April. You will not see the top of my head, okay? I love a beanie. So if you want to rep, and I, I love seeing cosmic baddies out in the wild. So get a beanie. Let us know you're out there. I can see you on the streets of Manhattan or wherever, the mean streets of Philly. Give you a little shout out. And then we also have these amazing tote bags that are all of the full moons for the year of 2023 on a tote. And it looks like a concert tour. And I didn't put it on the bag. It says, the, you know, the world needs my magic. Kept it light and breezy. But there was a sassy part of me that wanted to say, like, I follow the moon, not your shitty band. Because let's be honest, how many of us have just dated someone in like a shitty band that they're obsessed with? I didn't go there. I kept it. I kept it high vibe. But this tote is so cute. And also, you will just literally keep track of all the full moons for the year right there. And also, great conversation starter, right? If I saw like a little baddie on the train with a bad with moon phases, I'd be like, Mm-mm, wiggle eyebrow, like, What's up, honey? What's up, baddie? And then we have another third surprise launching. But so anyway, if you want to begin to just like obviously support us, we always appreciate. If you want to rep for the moon, you know, we love her. Or if you want to get a gift for a baddie, check that all out. You know, we appreciate you supporting our small biz in any way you can. And speaking of, let's talk about our baddie bundle review winner for the week. Okay, if you don't know what this is, go leave us a review, a rating on Spotify or iTunes. If you leave it on iTunes, put your Instagram handle in the review so we can come find you. If you do it on Spotify, just screenshot that little bad boy and slide into our DMs with it, okay? We appreciate this because this is like the podcast name of the game is getting these reviews. 
I guess it helps us boost the podcast so other baddies can find us. And it's just a great way of like sending us some love. I super appreciate it. Also, I just love reading the reviews and I love gifting you all with uh, three free months to our Cosmic Community Premium Access, which means you get access to our moon calls, to our moon guide, um, and so many fun goodies. Okay, so this week's winner is TPR26. Cosmic RX is amazing. <laughs> Unparalleled to kickstart and make each of my weeks lift off. Cosmic RX podcast sets me up for a higher scope of insight to guide and navigate the waters of my life. Maddie's friggin' amazing buoyant energy boosts my spirits and puts inspiring winds in my sails. I love that. To set a course to reach new shores of opportunities, a bound that only a conspiring universe could provide, offering such wonderful and wonder-filled astrological insight and knowledge Maddie accentuates uplifting possibilities that the astrology may hand us to work with in our life. To boot, she additionally helps us anchor many tools to further ameliorate, ooh, SAT word, launching into our higher destinations of self-love and purpose. Thank you, Maddie, for your radiating infectious energy of being and your podcast of doing that is such a gift. Wow, that was like gorgeously written. TPR 26, I'm dying to know what your Mercury sign is because that was eloquent AF. It was poetic. I appreciated the, the sailing anchor analogy and just a gorgeous, gorgeous poetry. So thank you. Come find me so I can give you your baddie bundle. And if you want to be like TPR 26, go leave a review. We super appreciate it. And yeah, I think that we have just this amazing community here. It really blows my mind. Like I said, I was done talking about the election, but I think like hundreds of you DM'd, you know, your voting, your absentee ballots, you know, obviously like marked out the stuff on it, but your I voted stickers, pictures of you bringing your children, your, your adult children, your partners to the polls and like... <laughs> you know what I'm going to say. I was crying. I was choked up, like weeping. I always weep when I vote in person. It's one, you know, it's, it's one of the perks of being me. I just get really emotional at weird moments, but voting in person is always a vibe to me. And then having y'all just DM me all day, these pictures of you voting, tears, tears in my eyes. And this community is so special and it's so like real and we're really like there and we show up for each other is so cool. If you haven't already, come join our, our platform too. If you want to connect a little deeper, just say hi and um, kind of introduce yourself. I would love that. Let's talk about the if astrology isn't real moments. I guess my big one is just what I said about the election, that Uranus conjunct the lunar eclipse in Taurus, you know, is sending a ripple effect out of, of big change. It is bringing like financial disruptions. So we, we've been feeling the news, like headed into a recession. But I want to say that Uranus conjunct Taurus, it is going to bring a tightening up. And we might have felt a tightening up around money recently. And I'm going to ask you all to use that as an invitation to think about money differently. Maybe we have to have some you know, different budgets or save or just think about different sources of income. But that Uranus conjunct the Taurus full moon near the North Node, it's North Node, it's a destiny maker. So there's also opportunities that we're going to see over the next few weeks and months to make money in a different way. Like thinking about 
back in the day with like the dot-com boost. Jenny SRP, <laughs> who did such an amazing job with our Eclipse Circle, talked about back in the day, like you could only have a brick and mortar. And then eBay came around and was like, okay, now anyone can sell something, right? And that created a whole industry of people to kind of make money on different terms, on their own terms. And, you know, with this eclipse and what happened from it, I believe over the next few months, we're going to see opportunities like that. So in some ways, things might feel really scary and tight. And we have to honor with Saturn squaring so much in the sky. It's like, okay, yeah, where is Saturn telling us like, okay, be responsible, pare back, simplify. But then also where is like Uranus? Where's the North Node showing us? Oh, okay. And I would love for all of you to keep me posted. If you see something that you're like, hey, this feels revolutionary in terms of money, DM me. A few of you DM me some really just interesting things about like how we essentially broke the Powerball <laughs> this past weekend, which was $1.9 billion. That felt a very Taurus eclipse. And then also um, just seeing like the multiple billionaires sort of have some sort of big drain or plot twist. And we talked about that, that North Node in Taurus with Uranus is creating drastic redistributions of wealth. And you know, astrology is just astrology. Astrology doesn't necessarily have consciousness, but I believe that when you use astrology as like a map, we can then anchor in the energy and make the decisions, right? With our votes, with our dollars, with our behaviors to kind of work with that energy to get us to a more progressive, inclusive, safe, balanced society. And so since 2020, I think we've been talking about this eclipses in Taurus and how can we use that to think about like, yeah, this redistribution of wealth, holding billionaires accountable. And again, politics are really important. It's really important to vote. We also have to look at like, why do so few hold so much of the money and therefore power in our country? And that part. So um, we saw like Kanye loses billionaire status. We saw, I think Meta is struggling. Zuckerberg, Elon Musk, whatever's happening over there at Twitter. It's just like a hellscape. So interesting. And of course, there's still, they still have plenty of money and there's still plenty of other billionaires. But I just think that that's interesting. And I think it's a really good opportunity for us just to really talk about oligarchs in Russia. But we have oligarchs that run this country and we need to just be more aware of that and less divided on the day-to-day things because all of us are way more similar, right? These issues the economy, protecting the earth, protecting our children, education, gun safety, reproductive rights. These things affect all of us, right? Every one of us. And keeping us divided on these issues is just such a puppet move. It really is. So I think that the more we band together and really actually look at these few that hold so much, I think that is how we're going to make bigger moves in this country. Yeah, it's just wild. It's just wild to me to see people who I think are so oppressed defend like billionaires or certain politicians. And I'm like, bro, they don't care about you. So that's my prayer for the eclipse, North Node, Uranus energy carrying us through July of 2023, just to bring some shifts and and shakeups in those foundations. I love money too. I just want to say I love, I hope y'all all get lots of money, right? Fat stacks of cash, hot big, fat, juicy checks. I always pray that for us. But then it's like, what do we do with that money, right? How do we spend it? How do we give it back? How do we take care of ourselves, the earth, each other? And also like, how do we also know them? Like, okay, that's good. 
Like, I'd be good with, like, a cool million. But <laughs> I don't think I need billions, um, right? These people start becoming just, like, they're playing games, right? Elon Musk, let's buy Twitter. Bezos, let's buy a sports NFL team. Okay. Go to the moon. Okay. You big dick. Like, what? Speaking of Bezos, astrology, he's in his second Saturn return, which is a time we're really meant to become a leader, step up, and learn lessons that maybe we haven't learned again, over the past 27, 29 years, take accountability. Saturn in Aquarius wants us to have extra responsibility around, especially Aquarian themes, technology, the digital realm, communities, progress. And uh, listen, that news of him trying to buy the Washington team is not going to overshadow the fact that lawsuits came out that his employees got UTIs from lack of bathroom breaks. Okay, I saw that. We all saw that, Bezos. Mm, eclipse energy coming for you. Also, eclipse energy. Um, some of you DM me. I said, pay attention to Scorpio South Node with an eclipse in between the 25th and November 8th would reveal things. An article came out that Russian oligarch appears to like totally admit U.S. election interference. It came out like right on, I think, the 8th. They, lunar eclipse, Taurus, Scorpio South Node. The quote was like, we have interfered, we will interfere, we'll continue to interfere. I just was like, okay, thanks, guys. So, uh, you know, with Mars retrograde and Gemini squaring Neptune, it's just really important to think about misinformation, disinformation. I think we're all learning. 2016 elections, we didn't realize that was even a possibility. And there was tweets and memes and trolls and bots, and we didn't even, you know, understand what that realm meant. But I think now we're gaining more awareness. And I know it's hard, but teaching your older relatives about that is important, even if they seem like they're resistant to it, but it's real. Speaking of that, on a heavier note, I just want to say Mars retrograde squaring Neptune and Pisces can be a really hard, intense time on our mental health. So I just want to say If you've been feeling really down lately, in addition to the eclipses, there's that. If you've been feeling your depression or anxiety or any any obsessive compulsive thoughts, anything intrusive thoughts coming up big time, I want to just obviously validate your mental health and your experience, but also know that it could be really amplified by this astrology. So definitely make sure you're reaching out. Don't pull back. You know, reach out, talk to a therapist, talk to a friend. Again, go for a walk, get off your phone. Not, I'm not saying that's going to cure it all, but I mean, just think about the things that you can do to really put your self-care and your mental health really at the top of the priority list, okay? And again, reaching out to friends if you have and just checking in. I just did a really cool interview with Laura Day. It's going to be on the podcast and she talked about like when you wake up thinking of someone, that's usually your intuition. Just you know, shoot them a text, say, can I call you later? nine times out of 10, it's like they are going through something and it's going to be so nice for you to be there, be a part of it. And that's just a really cool way of like a practical application of our intuition. Who wants to talk about the moon? Speaking of emotions, speaking of who feeling all the feels, what's going on with the moon this week? So Friday, 11-11, if you will, on a Venus day. How gorgeous is that? We have the moon is in Gemini all day until 7.22 p.m. And then the moon moves into Cancer. So moon and Gemini days, we're feeling chatty. We're feeling social. We're feeling buzzing with ideas. Maybe the eclipse cleared out some 
cosmic clutter, psychic cobwebs, and you're like, whoa, feeling lit up. Write things down. Get things out of your messy head onto paper and connect. Chit chat is a great day to like spread a message, talk to someone. Again, getting things out of your head into the world. Cancer moon night, Friday into Saturday into Sunday. Great time to spend with family. I will be celebrating my cousin Kirsten, ultimate Scorpio, her birthday, my aunt Steffi, my godmother. So Cancer Moon, be with family, be with women or feminine energy that you love. Do things that make you feel like home in the world. Take care of your home, take care of your body. How can you re-mother yourself a little bit this weekend? How can you uh, make yourself some chocolate chip cookies for your favorite meal? It's like grounding in, getting cozy. I think the weather is chilling, you know, back to the normal kind of weather here on the East Coast, at least, or, you know, in New York area. And it's a good invitation to like, let's get cozy. Last weekend, my life was and I went on a psychotic decluttering <laughs> impromptu of our house and just cleaning, cleaning, cleaning. It's like weird corners. Like, I mean, we're talking like dust busting in the back of like the pull-out freezer kind of move. But it feels so cozy here now. So I'm so excited to just, I'm excited for, for a little bit of winter. It's, the daylight savings time is really intense, especially on top of like the eclipse and Mars retrograde of it all. But getting cozy, using it as an invitation, read a book, you know, drink some tea, things to look out for. Cancer Moon Days, we can be more passive aggressive. We want to be direct with people. We want to be clear. We want to figure out what we need, how to communicate it. We also take radical responsibility for managing our emotions, self-regulating, and letting ourselves feel emotions. Listen, after eclipse season, Cancer Moon energy, you might feel some things. You might feel really off or like you just want to cry or angry. Just let yourself, let your feelings guide you and then let them like move through you. You always hear me say that. Then we have Monday at 7.47 a.m. Eastern time, the moon moves into Leo, giving us a kickstart to the week with that lioness energy. So Monday, Tuesday into Wednesday at 8 p.m., Leo moon energy. It's time to feel the warmth, the creativity, you know, show up in some way for your self-love, show up in your radiance, get a little dressed to impress. Oh yes, honey, tag me in some Leo moon fits in the first half of the week. Give me some inspo. What an energy shift when you do your hair, do your makeup, or put on a little outfit that's like a little over the top. I love that for us. Leo moon, be creative, have an outlet, express yourself, make a TikTok. Things we're going to look out for on Leo Moon Days are being dramatic for dramatic sake, trying to like grab or like steal someone's attention. You don't need to do that, baby. You just show up right. You just show up right. The rest of the world can put on their sunglasses, okay? And Leo Moon Days, we're just going to look out for like making sure that we're not always centering ourselves in conversations. It's an emotional time. If one of your friends comes to you with a problem, can you just sit and observe and ask questions and give like mirroring, you know, repeat back what they're saying instead of being like, well, I also had that happen to me last week. Um, it's natural. It's human impulse, but yes, just something to look out for in the Leo moon days. Virgo moon, 8 p.m. Eastern time, Wednesday into Thursday, Virgo moon. Virgo moon, we are wanting to edit, analyze, you know, make things more efficient. Where can we go through? Snip, snip. Maybe again, off of the eclipse. What did the eclipse show you that you're like ready to like, okay, let's tighten up with that. Let's create a system around that. Virgo moon, great days to return to like your health and wellness rituals. Get into your body. Your body has so much wisdom. Maybe set an intention. What's one thing you can add into your wellness routine? A new probiotic, you know, a dry skin brushing, a gua sha. I don't know, like one thing. Don't overwhelm yourself. 
but just what's one thing you can do for yourself, Virgo moon days. Things to look out for being overly critical, overly judgmental of ourselves or others, okay? We're going to grace, space, we're releasing judgment, please, on those days. So that is your lunar weather, that is your emotional weather, and um, let's go over and kind of talk about 11-11, planetary planning, but with a little bing twist. So this week on Friday, it's 11-11. If you're listening to the podcast after, that's cool. You can just like use this 11-11 information and apply it to when you see the numbers 11-11. How many of you have probably like had been stalked by that, right? Are you even on your spiritual journey if you haven't had like a numerology moment? And it's not like just seeing it once in a while. And you all know this. It's like, no, no. It's like every time I look at anything with a number on it, a clock, a license plate, a highway sign, a receipt, these numbers are stalking me. So numbers, I believe, are really one of the best and clearest ways that our guides, our intuition can speak to us because there's something that just cuts through the noise about numbers. I feel the same way about animals. And so to me, if you're learning how to cultivate your intuitive language or you're wanting to beginning to connect your spirit guides, asking for like number, number signs or paying attention to them is one of the best ways. And you want to document, document what you see, the patterns, and maybe even document what's going on in your life around that time. And you'll understand that, of course, there's general meanings to numerology, but you might have your own specific relationship. When you see 1212 pop up or when you see 555, there's the traditional meanings, which are very valid, but your guides might also have your own meaning. So track them, pay attention to them, listen to them, like strengthen that muscle. So we think about 1111, you know, we're coming in, we're in this season of Scorpio season, where in general, the veil is very thin to the other side, right? We came off of All Souls, All Saints, Day, Sawin, Dia de los Muertos in the end of November. And it's like the veil between the cosmic realms and the earthly realms is thin. We have more access to information on the other side. And so 1111 is this really spiritually charged day of the year. I believe, and this is like things I've studied, but it's also my personal experience. Um, when I have set an intention on 11.11 or just used it as a day to drop in, and this one coming out of the eclipse portal, we're not in the eclipse anymore. So the act of manifesting, I'm going to tell you what I'm doing this 11.11 and you do with it what you will. We're not in the heart of the eclipse anymore. So if you want to do some sort of manifestation practice, it doesn't feel like a definite no, but it still feels a little murky. Spoiler alert, at the end of the month on 11-23, we have a super juicy new moon. Circle in your calendars, bunnies. I'm really excited for it. It's new moon in Sag, and then the ruler of Sag, Jupiter, stations direct that day in Pisces, and Pisces is co-ruled by Jupiter. So there's something yummy, and we haven't had a new moon in Sag with Jupiter in the sky in like Pisces like that in... 12 years. So Jupiter linking up direct in Pisces feels really blessed. Okay. So just letting you know, if you're like, I decided not to manifest in 1111, we have a, an amazing opportunity coming right around the corner. But it's a day to really like, to me, it's a day, again, paying attention, the portal, like it's kind of set the intention of like, this is what I want to learn more about. I want you to picture 1111, putting those numbers down on the ground. What do you see in front of you? You see like a path, right? You see like a, a, a road, a pathway. And it's like, how can I trust the path that I'm on? And what do you, like think about something you really want, a goal, a desire, and just think of it, get really clear, right? Is that 
a new job? Is that a relationship? Is it a move? Is it a baby? Is it a new way of life? Is it something you just want to bust through this one place of stagnancy? And, and just like picture that road, that 11 road in front of you. And then I just want you to ask your guides and your higher self, like, and your intuition, like, okay, now you, you send me the symbols and the signals and the synchronicities and the breadcrumbs, and I will listen and I will pay attention. And I do want you to pay attention and document them and see the things. I recommend everyone keep like a supernatural journal where you keep a log of the repeating signs, the animals, the nudges, the dreams you get, because it's so easy for our mind to discredit all of that. But one of the best intuitive practices you can do is paying attention to your intuition. How we like, when we're talking about like precognition, the things that come in front of us and they're in the future, they're not tangible, but we can get a little flash. We'd be like, oh, I just saw myself. And, you know, I'll, I'll tell a quick story. My cousin, Kirsten Scorpio, whisked me away to Miami a few years ago when we were both just going through it with some things. And we just impromptu took a super cheap flight. Thank you, Frontier Airlines to Miami. And we did our own like DIY spiritual retreat, right? We went in the ocean, we pulled cards, tried to do a burning ritual on the beach. It like didn't really go great, but we did a great meditation. And in it, like I really was ready to have a home, a landing place for my extended family, for my life wizard and I. And we did this meditation. It felt so far off to me. Um, But in this meditation, I really asked to like experience it. And I saw like this house and it had like upside down like a balcony um, off the kitchen and a a barbecue and it smelled like honeysuckle in the air. And I saw like a big picture of lemonade and people like laughing and talking and kind of like leaning against the balcony. And I really experienced like the tastes and the smells and the sensations of it even more than like a completely concrete visual. And it was really beautiful. And we shared things that we experienced in our meditations and then flash forward really not that long from there, maybe a year. Yeah, maybe we had this really cosmic, it's too long of a story, but a cosmic series of events that led us to this house and this perfect synchronistic moment in our, our timelines. And my husband sent me to look at the house and I went and I saw it was an upside down house with a barbecue around the balcony. And I just started to be like, like I could cry thinking about it, just be like, oh my God, like this is my house. Like this is what I saw. And then flash forward to my cousin visiting us in said house with the barbecue going, the laughter, everyone hanging out. And yes, even honeysuckle in the air from a beautiful honeysuckle bush we have at the end of our driveway. And it's just like, wow. And it's just about like locking into that vision, letting your guides show you something and letting your higher self show you something and trusting it. It's so easy to dismiss that, but writing that down and like kind of trusting like, okay, that was shown to me. And now it's my job in the present to really stay in as much alignment as possible. And that's the other big thing about 1111 is the future is amazing. It's amazing to see and get those glimpses, but really the present is all we have and how we show up in the present speaks to everything for the future. It's creating our future, okay? What we do right now is impacting that future timeline. So in that way, I want you to also think about, okay, 1111, how can I be in more alignment, right? And that's, I want you to think about like your thoughts, words, and actions. Are they lining up with that vision? If you want to make a big change in your life. If you want to seek out a new form of love in your 
relationships. Like, are you locked into that vision? And then are you, like, again, manifesting is receiving. It is part of the universe's magic, but we have to show up. We have to co-create. We have to show up in some kind of sacred action for that. So it's like, okay, well, then I'm going to have to say no when I, you know, receive love or go on a date with someone who's not giving me what I need, or I'm going to have to advocate for that, right? If I want that amazing new job, I might have to go send my resume out. I'm not saying I have to do it obsessively, but I have to at least like put it out in the universe, that consent, like that, like I'm signing off on this. Um, So I want you to think about that, like thoughts, words, actions in alignment. And then again, paying attention to your heart, your heart desires, but also paying attention to your third eye and being like, I promise to follow, to really pay attention to the nudges, to the signs, to the glimpses, to the flashes of body wisdom I get, to the dreams, to the visions, and living in alignment with that, right? And that is part of the 1111 magic. And to me, like column, that's what the 1111 to me, it's a column of our energy going up to the universe. And that column, it's like figuring out what that is, right? What are your thoughts, actions, behaviors, words, that are in alignment with your intentions, with your values, with your vision. And then almost imagine that's a column that's going up around you and you don't say yes and you don't consent and you don't do anything outside that column. That is your container. I use like the water skiing analogy. It's like your job is to get your thoughts, words, actions, like up and down your core of your chakras, get those in alignment and you just stay there. You don't bend or break out of them. And then you also have to lean back and trust, right? Hold on to that, whatever that handle thing is in water skiing. And you have to lean back a little bit, but keeping that core tight, keeping that alignment going. Because the second you go too far left or right, what's going to happen? Bam, bam, hit the water in the nose, not happy. You lean back and you let that motorboat of the universe of your guides take you where you want to go. And your job is just to stay in alignment with your divine assignment, with that vision, with that understanding that like I am, yes, going into alignment with my highest and hottest self. Hello. Right. And even though it's like skis feel like 11s, like everybody think about that, that alignment concept. And if you want to do anything, we have like some, a little ritual in our moon guide. I also wrote, um, contribute to a little article for well and good of how, you know, what every sign should just kind of like focus on right now. Um, if you're interested in that, but really, yeah, it's a day for alignment. It's a day to like trust, like the portal's very thin. So trust the science. Oof, I had a crazy vision. I went to one of those like sensory deprivation tanks on 11-11 in like 2015. Rocked my world. Okay. So do something to go quiet, to go within, do something that feels a little cosmic, right? Pull some cards, do a little meditation, go to like a salt cave, something like that. And then just to like round that out, we are going to be having Venus is going to move into Sagittarius. And I love this for us just because I'm not going to spend too much time talking about it. We're going to go on a really deep dive in Sag in a few weeks. But Venus moving into Sag is our first little hit on November 16th of like, again, tapping into that visionary energy, that light, that optimism of like, however deep we went in Scorpio season, whatever we're clearing in Scorpio season, that's how high we get to go in Sag. Okay, so Venus and Sag is a great time to have little adventures, to explore, be curious, feel that optimism coursing through your veins. And this is a time where our love and our relationships feel generous, feel buoyant, feel enthusiastic, and just kind of like ready to experience some new things, right? What else is out there? What's the next adventure? So enjoy that, tune into that, hold that really in your hearts. 
11-11. Originally, when I tried to do this podcast for the first time with Audrey, it was a huge fail. We were going to call it It's 11-11 Somewhere, all right? So we didn't end up doing that. We had to shift. We had to pay attention. Also, why was I trying to launch a podcast during Scorpio season? That's not really in alignment with my astrology or astrology in general. <laughs> so that was a fail. But I do love that expression, like it's 11-11 Somewhere which is cool. It just means like magic is all around us. It's always there. It's just for us to remember like, oh, there it is. There's my alignment. And I've had clients and family and friends be like, wow, once you start paying attention and asking for signs and trusting them, it's like you can't stop getting them. And you realize like, oh my God, I can't believe I was doing life alone all these years when there's all this like guidance and miracles and these little things that just make mundane life way more magical when you're in connection with this other realm. So I invite you to open up, to trust it, tag me in your 1111 moments. I love that. Slide my DMs at I am Eddie Murphy. Tag us at the Cosmic Rx in your Leo Moon outfits and get-ups and blowouts, okay? So I am sending you love. I am sending you stardust. I am hoping this 1111 portal just shoots down an epic level of hot sex and big fat juicy checks and love and peace and stability for you and yours until next week. Do you love getting your Cosmic RX for the week here and want more? Make sure to sign up for our premium subscription so you can get exclusive access to bonus podcast episodes, all of my astrology info for the month ahead, and live new and full moon calls to help you manifest your dream life with an intentional international community of other cosmic baddies. Sign up through our link in show notes. Thank you so much for listening to this episode. If you want to know more about Cosmic Rx, head on over to thecosmicrx.com. And if you really love this show, I'd love it if you left a rating and review on Apple Podcasts or wherever you listen to podcasts. I super love hearing from you and reading your reviews. All right, you cosmic baddie, tune in next week. And until then, remember, love yourself fully, work your magic, and take no shit.